You're listening to me, Josie, aka Josie Lifts Things, and this is my podcast, Josie Talks About Things, where I talk about all things and the things people don't talk about. Welcome to me. Hello, everyone. How are you? This is episode six. I hope you've been well. I hope you're going to enjoy this little bonus sort of episode type thing. Um, I wanted to give you some information on my breast augmentation, my boob job, my fun bags, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) Um, I have fake boobs and I want to tell you a bit about my experience and I'm pretty much just going to give you some facts, um, things that I found with my surgery and recovery and everything like that. So hopefully you can take away some info. Just remember that everyone's different. And I'll probably say that 20 million times during this podcast, but I just want everyone to know that everyone's going to recover different. Everyone's going to have different experiences. Everyone's going to have different everything. So Just make sure that you're taking sort of, I guess, things with a grain of salt um, and you're kind of like still doing your own research and, you know, just a general disclaimer. Now, I do have a coffee here. So if you hear me sip like this, I got a double shot. I don't know if I, well, not a double shot. I got like an extra shot. I don't know if I should have done that. If you have a coffee, let's have a drink. Let's have a chat. (laughs) I'm going to have another sip. Hold on. All right, so let's have a chat about my boob job. I got my boobs done in 2016, around March. So that would make it around the five-year mark. Um, We're currently in July today. It's the 1st of July in 2021. So it'll be just over five years now. Um, I got my boobs because I wanted them done. Um, I don't know... Why? Well, I do know why. So what had happened was I was obviously into the gym um, and I kind of went through a like a like a mad fat loss phase and I'd gotten really quite small from being quite big. I think I lost 20 to 30 kilos um, and my boobs were like flat pancakes. <laughs> I've always had boob I've always had boobs. Like I've always had like breast tissue there. I've always been like a D to a double D. I've always had boobs. In fact, like in primary school, I was like me and Sam, this girl called Sam, were the only two like girls to get boobs in like year three or something. So I've always, (laughs) I've always had boobs. I just, um, when I lost all the weight, I just didn't like sort of the way they looked. They kind of, all the sort of obviously fat had gone and they kind of just look like little flat pancakes. So, and if you have flat pancakes, I just want to say there is nothing wrong with them. We love flat pancakes. We love all bodies in all shapes, forms, sizes, looks, everything, right? I'm not body shaming, but for me, I personally didn't like them. Mm. It's not that I hated them. I just wanted them to change. And I felt like if I wanted to do it, then I should. I'm going to have another sip of coffee. So this was a time in my life where um, I had briefly moved to Brisbane. I moved to Brisbane uh, probably for, I'm going to say, seven to eight months. Um, and I lived on my own in an apartment. Um, it was not a great time for me because... Um, 
I worked two jobs, but the apartment that I got was so expensive and I was on my own um, that basically the money I was earning from the first job was going towards rent for the week. And then because I had a second job, I got taxed so much on the second job that I pretty much wasn't making any money. So it was a pretty like hard time for me, I think. And for some reason, I thought it was a great idea to get a loan and get a boob job. (laughs) So my first tip would be make sure you can afford it. Um, At the time, I'll go through cost and everything like that. At the time, um, I... It, obviously, at the, t- the the price that I was quoted and the price that I technically paid for the procedure is obviously less because I got a personal loan. And obviously, the um, interest on that loan has made the amount of the procedure of the boob job so much more than it should be. <laughs> um, so basically, what happened was I went to go get just boobs, like implants, um, and the... Um, I say I'm a lot. If you've been here from the beginning, I already apologize for that in the first episode, but I say it so much and I don't even know I'm saying it. So I'm apologizing again, just as a recap. (laughs) Um, But I got the uh, appointment with the first doctor and he said, um, look, this isn't just implants because you've lost so much weight and fat and everything. They actually need a revision surgery. Um, And he said a mastopexy, I'm pretty sure, a mastopexy or something like that, which is a lift. So I wasn't really expecting that, obviously. I was expecting to pay six to seven grand for implants. Um, So that was not great. Um, But I needed the implants, uh, I needed the lift to be able to get implants. So imagine if you had like, pretty saggy boobs like I did like they almost touched my belly button I'm pretty sure they were pretty they're pretty saggy again nothing wrong with fake with saggy boobs I'm just saying I yeah imagine you had saggy boobs and then imagine you just put implants in the bottom of them you're gonna have like implants like on your belly button because you're not lifting your boob up to put the implants in does that make sense anyway so he told me to go to another doctor, um, another surgeon for a second opinion. Um, that first doctor actually referred me to um, the Dr. Richardson in, at the time it was Bowen Hills. I think they're in Hamilton now in um, Queensland in Brisbane. Um, the first doctor recommended me to go to him because he was actually a reconstructive surgeon. So he'd be able to do the lift sort of really well and not just be able to like, you know, it's not just cosmetic. So it was actually a reconstructive surgeon. Um, the second person I went to with a second opinion also said the same thing. They said, look, I can't, I wouldn't want to do the lift on you. I would want you to go to Dr. Richardson. He's an actual reconstructive surgeon. So two doctors have told me to go to this guy. I went to him. Um, the procedure, like the initial consultation was really easy. It was quite short. Basically we just discussed my boobs. I did make it really, really clear at the consultation that I wanted fake looking boobs. I didn't really want a natural looking boob. I wanted like fake ass titties, you know, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Like I wanted them, um, really perky, really up on my chest, not like under my chin, but like I wanted them to like not move. (laughs) Um, and I, that's what I wanted. Um, he kind of at the time was like, oh, you know, you're kind of going to want it a little bit more natural. You don't want everyone to, you know, you don't want to look, I was like, no, that's not what I want. Um, and I made it really clear that I wanted a fake outcome, a fake result. Um, 
So we went through sizing. I was tossing up between 390cc's and 420cc's. If you've had your boobs done before, it's not in like size cups. It's not like A, B, C, D, E. It goes on cc's as to how big your boobs are. So um, I'm completely winging this, by the way. If I missed something out about info, I'm so sorry. Um, but it goes on cc's. So I'm pretty sure you can start like, I don't know where it starts at, but I got 390, which is, I think, quite small. Uh, look, implants look different on everyone. Like, I know someone else who got a 390 or 400 a while ago, and hers looks so much bigger than mine. So I think it the sizing really looks different on each and every person. And I don't think you can look at someone and be like, oh my God, she has 400 cc's. I want 400 cc's. Um, I had a group of friends where the um, this girl I was really good friends with, I think... She had 600 cc's and then I saw someone else have 600 cc's and they just looked so big, (laughs) but they didn't look as big on my friend, if that makes sense. So the sizing, I think so individual and you have to like, I think just if you're looking to get your boobs done, just go and get sized. And it's so hard because I don't think what like the, I don't think mine looked like what they were supposed to or whatever in the consultation. So what he did for me is that he, you put a bra on like a sports bra and then you put in like, um, little silicon, um, like chicken fillets <laughs> and they put them in the sports bra and they did, they're the different sizes and you kind of just like put them in the sports bra and see the size. I think the one that I put in my sports bra made my boobs look so much bigger than what I actually got. So just keep in mind that from my personal experience, I don't think it's exactly what you're going to get, but it's a rough indication. So just keep that in mind. Um, the other size I was looking at is 420. And when I put that in the um, sports bra, it looked so big. Um, but now judging off the fact that my boobs, I don't think are that big at a 390. I don't think they would have looked as big as they did in the sports bra with a 420 size, if that makes sense. I need a coffee break. The other thing they did in that um, surgery, that company, they did a 3D scan. So I just went into like, um, it was kind of like a MRI, but you stand up and they do a scan of, you know, all around you. And then they put on the implants in the different sizes and you can kind of get like a rough idea of what it would look like. Again, I remember just thinking like it didn't really look on those 3D scans how it turned out. So just again, keep in mind, everything is just so different, I think, and different to everyone. But yeah, from the the bra like example and the 3D scan example, I thought the 420 was a little bit too big. But now, like, I kind of wish that I went for the 420. I wish that I went a little bit bigger. Um, The other reason why I didn't go a little bit bigger is because he kind of said that next time you get it done, like in, I don't know, 5 to 10, 15 years or whatever, um, that because your skin has stretched to the size, you'd probably have to go a a slightly bigger size. Um, Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Ask your surgeon if you're looking to get it done. But that's just kind of what I was told. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go the small one now, get the slightly bigger one later. Um, But I did did say that I just want them to look sort of fake. Um, Now... I ended up going with a high profile, uh, an extra high profile. So when you're looking at boob jobs, 
Um, the profile is how much they sort of sit out from your chest. Um, again, I'm not an expert and I haven't done research on boobs since back five years ago when I was going to get mine done. So <laughs> take what you say, what you hear from me. <laughs> but, um, I was going to get the, yeah, I always wanted the extra high cause it kind of, it's the profile is how far it comes out from your chest forward sort of thing. So, um, you can get like a moderate profile, which is like, um, if you're looking at like, imagine like a, someone dumps like a heap of sand on the floor. Like it's how much it goes up. Does that make sense? That probably makes no sense. I'm so sorry. Um, but there's moderate, there's like high, there's extra high. And obviously extra high is the, the ones that would come out the most. And I wanted that one because I wanted them to look fake. Um, I got round so you can get round or teardrop teardrops traditionally a little bit more natural looking and I didn't want natural. So I went round and I went textured instead of smooth. Um, I think it's meant to feel better. I can't remember what the difference is between those two. And I went for 390 cc's um, with a lift and implants. So with a lift and implants, it's not just getting your fake boobs like your implants put in. They basically have to reconstruct your chest. So if you have a second like to go Google something, go and Google... Um, breast lift scars or mastopexy scarring or something, what they actually do is cut off your nipples. <laughs> this is going to be so gross. Um, if you're like eating breakfast, just stop. <laughs> but they cut off your nipples and then they cut from the bottom of your nipple down the middle of your boob to under your boob. So it kind of looks like a lollipop. And then they cut under your boob um, like you normally would for implants. So you kind of have a scar around your nipples from your nipple to the bottom of a boob in the middle and then under like a little anchor sign. Um, so you have like three, I guess, scarring points um, with the lift that I got. Now, they obviously, like I said, they cut your nipples off <laughs> and then they sort of, uh, you're going to have to Google like how they it's hard. It's so hard to explain, but when they cut your nipple off, just think that they like grab the two sides of skin and like lift it up and then like stitch the nipple back on higher on your chest. Does that make sense? I just tried to do a visual with my hands, but I remembered you can't see me. Um, hard to explain. Google it if you have time, but I had to do that. And the, um, the implants now. Yeah. Look, it was more expensive. Number one, it was up on cost. So instead of having the boobs done, I think the, the price he gave me for my boobs was like eight and a half to nine and a half thousand dollars. Um, you can obviously go to cheaper places. So I do know a few people who have gotten done for like four to 6,000 through, um, uh, I think it's like cosmetic tour or something like that. I personally didn't want to do that. Number one, I couldn't do that because I had to have a lift. Um, but I didn't want to do that because I don't know. I just heard some pretty bad stories about them being just like, sort of like apprentices, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I went, um, I paid extra cause I got a actual surgeon. Um, if that makes sense, like someone who I know was a reconstructive surgeon, not just like first year apprentices and boob jobs. <laughs> I need another coffee. <laughs> so the lift then took the price from, you know, 9,000 to like, I think I ended up paying about 15 and a half thousand. 
for the two things. So it was very costly. Um, again, this was five years ago and I'm still paying off the loan now. I, well, technically I just pay, I'm literally paying it out this week. Um, but I would have paid, I'm not even going to check. I haven't checked, but it's up in the, uh, about mid 20 grand ish with all the extra, um, with all the, um, interest I've paid over the last five years. So yeah, it was about 20 to $25,000 worth of, you know, boobs. And I, I'm not thoroughly happy with them. And I think it's just to do with the fact that like, they look a little bit natural and I didn't want them to look natural. Um, I'm sure that if someone who wanted a natural looking breast have my results, I'm pretty sure that you would be really happy, but I, just wanted them to look fake. Now, I don't know whether that's the surgeon's fault. Like, I don't know if he just wanted them to look natural. So he did a natural look, or I don't know whether he did his best to make them look fake. Um, and it didn't work or, it, or it, this is as, or if he did make them look as fake as he could, and it was a success, but cause you have a lift, it doesn't look as fake. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know if he just didn't do it right or if he did do it right and this was the best possible outcome I could have gotten. So I'm not sure if I'm not happy, but I'm not sure whether I shouldn't not be happy. Does that make sense? I think that I, I don't know. For the money that I paid, I wish I loved them more. Um, and I wish they looked a bit, uh, you know, a bit more up on my chest and they're a bit more sort of perky and fake looking and and all that like every time I tell someone I have my boobs on they're like oh really like I can't tell and I'm just like well I didn't want that like I didn't pay 25 grand for people not to be able to tell I have my boobs done do you know what I mean so I just feel like I don't know I feel like uh, uh, I don't know and now that I've spent so much money on that procedure I don't know if I'd want to pay to get them redone if that makes sense so it's kind of just like a sticky situation um but yeah so the other thing as well is is that with the lift sort of thing side of things um sometimes medicare gives you a rebate on that because breast implants are obviously a um what do you call it like a a and a thing you choose elective surgery um sometimes lift lifts um can be classified as a medical surgery so i think there's some again this was five years ago when i looked into it i think there's some rules and stuff i think you have to have had like kids um and they have to be x amount of years old or something like that but i obviously don't have kids so i wasn't eligible to claim the lift on medicare um just look into that if you're looking at getting a lift or anything like that because at the time some of it could have been covered for me but like it, I wasn't eligible, if that makes sense. So, um, the scarring, obviously, like I said, is around the nipple from the nipple down the middle of the breast to under the breast, um, on both sides. The other thing as well is that I do think I have a lot more scarring than I should have. Um, the scars kind of go from, if you think about the middle of your chest in between your two breasts, Mine kind of go from right there under the boob all the way to the side, almost to my rib cage. I have a tattoo on my ribs and the scar almost sort of hits that tattoo. So I think 
And again, I don't know whether the surgeon did what he could and whatever, but I just don't think I should have had that many scars. In saying that, they have healed really well and you can't really see the ones around my nipples anymore. They're all sort of faded and gone away. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, recovery for me was horrible. <laughs> um, and I don't want to turn anyone away from getting the surgery. I, I don't, I don't want you to think that if you get yours done, it's going to be as bad as mine because I've told numerous people that my recovery was horrible and then they get their boobs done. And like two days later, they're like, I'm fine, Josie. I don't know what you're going on about. I'm just like, well, lucky you. (laughs) But mine was so bad. I, like I said, I lived in Brisbane for the time very briefly and my mum flew up to help me out for the week or two. Um, And I was kind of expecting to be sort of like good by like day five And I couldn't even, I could not, I was so, I was in so much pain. Um, I I remember waking up and, um, I was really sad because I looked down and they weren't big enough. Like they didn't look big enough to me. Obviously they were still like in a compressive bandage and everything. So I should have just waited, but I had like post-surgery depression where I was just like, Oh, they're not big enough. And I remember crying to my mum for days and days, the first few days being like, why did I do this? They're so small. Um, and I know a few other people who have gone through that feeling as well. So, um, like a f- like quite a few people, like most of the people I speak to who have had their boobs done have had that like post-surgery blues where like, you know, you're depressed or you don't think they're good enough or they're big enough or anything like that. Like apparently that's normal. So if you have gone through that, don't think that that's just you. <laughs> don't think that you're alone. I needed a coffee break again. Sorry. But yeah, I just feel like, sorry if I'm drinking and that annoys you. I just want to chill out. Like I'm just chilling with you, telling you my story, you know? Um, but yeah, I woke up from surgery and it was sort of okay. I felt really rushed to get out. I was the first, um, procedure of the day. I woke up, they put me in a chair. I had like some tea and some biscuits. My mum came and then they sort of like, okay, bye. Like, you know what I mean? I just felt really rushed. It kind of felt like a like a procedure line, which I guess it is. Like you can't really blame them. Like they're not going to give me a hospital bed. It was day surgery. So they're not going to give me like a hospital bed just to, you know, anyway. And then I got home and as soon as the pain, like the morphine or whatever I was on wore off, I was in so much pain. Like I remember I needed extra endone, extra... Um, you know, extra medication, extra painkillers. Cause my pain was just so bad. Um, and I felt, I feel really bad for my mum Cause all I did was cry. I was just in so much pain. Um, and you know, for the first cup, I know people that got theirs done and they were fine in like two days. Like they had their boobs done on Friday and they like went to work on Monday. Like, do you know what I mean? That was not the case for me. And I don't know if that's because I had a lift and implants. So it was obviously, bigger surgery, more scarring, um, all of that. I don't know. Or if something went wrong in my surgery, I have no idea, but I was in pain. Um, like I said, I'm sort of the only person I know that has been in that much pain. So if you're, I don't want to scare anyone. Um, you should be fine, but mine was just horrid. Um, And I remember being in bed for days and days and, you know, five days came and it was, it was still so bad. So I had to take a little bit more time off work and all this stuff. And then mum, um, 
had to stay extra and, you know, change her flights because I don't think I got better in time. I don't know. Mum's listening. Mum listens to my podcast. Tell me if you had to extend your thing. I think you did because I couldn't move. Like I still couldn't. Like I legit, like imagine you're eating food. I couldn't raise the fork to my mouth to feed myself. Like that's how bad it was. It probably took me about two weeks to recover. It was pretty, pretty painful. Um, and yeah, I don't think I could have worked from home. A few of you have asked me, people have asked if you can work from home. I think if you just got your implants and, you know, touch wood, everything's good for you. I think you could definitely work from home. Um, in the next couple of days after I couldn't, I was bedridden. I couldn't sleep. I was crying. It was, it was, yeah, pretty bad. So yeah, it was a hard one. Um, I wish I knew that, that it would hurt that much, but it's kind of, you know what it is? It's kind of like, I think I don't have any kids. So mums out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like if, when you have a kid, right, you're in labor, you're in the hospital, you know, everything, you know, your contractions hurt the most you've ever felt pain in your life. And then you push this thing out of, you know, your hoo-ha or you get it you know you get a c-section and then you have to recover from a c-section like that is the worst pain ever right but I bet in like two three years time they're like oh let's have another because you forget about that pain do you know what I mean so I think that um I kind of forget how bad the pain was but like I think it was bad does that make sense like now I'm just like oh yeah it's whatever but I think it was pretty bad I wish I knew it was pretty bad but I don't regret it at all um I think that it has given me a little bit more confidence over the last um, five years of my life. They aren't exactly how I want them to look. Um, but like I said, I, I, I'm still rather I got them done than I didn't, if that makes sense. So um, I couldn't lie on my stomach for a long time after I got them done. I'm not sure how long because um, I can't remember. It was like five years ago, but I can lie on my stomach now and everything's fine. And then they're just like normal. So um, I think it took me a while to lie on my stomach though. And I'm a stomach sleeper. So it was like so hard to like not lie on my stomach when I was trying to go to sleep. So I obviously lost a lot of sleep at the time too, which probably obviously didn't help with my pain. Um, but I think that, um, with training and everything with the gym, I still don't do chest exercises. It gives me an uncomfortable feeling in my chest and I'm not sure how to describe it. It doesn't hurt. Like it doesn't, it's not generally a stabbing pain or, or anything like that, but it feels wrong. And, and I don't know how to explain that any other way. I know a few people who have had their boobs done that also feel the same thing. They just don't train chest because it just doesn't feel right. And I know a lot of people who do train, train, tongue twister, who do train chest because it feels fine when they have theirs done. So I think it's an individual thing. Um, I personally don't train, I I can't do it with that tongue twister. I personally don't train chest. Um, anymore because it feels off. Um, so just keep in mind that maybe you'll feel that maybe you'll be fine. I don't know. Um, we all follow, you know, those Instagram people, um, girls who have boob implants and they still train chest fine. We know the ones that don't as well. So I think it's an individual thing that, but I don't, and I can't, it just feels off to me. 
um, about that. So yeah, I overall, I'm glad I did it. Um, it hasn't really impacted my training at all, like in the gym, because it's been so long, I can do pretty much anything now. I can do like some pull-ups and stuff, but you, when I do pull-ups, I have to really focus on the back and the lat contraction because if I put my chest in it at all, it feels off and it feels like something can sort of tear, if that makes sense. It's really hard. It's a really weird feeling to sort of describe and it's really hard to sort of describe. Um, but I wouldn't say it's affected my training. Um, I would say that I feel more confident. Um, the last thing I want to touch on before I go is breast implant illness. Now, this is a hard one. And every time someone asks me like, are you glad you got it done? I'm getting my done. What do you think? Like when I say I'm glad I got it done. And when I tell people it's going to be really good. Like there's always a thing in the back of my mind where I'm like breast implant illness is obviously a, a new thing. Like I don't even know if there's like a diagnosis properly for it yet or anything. So I feel like it's a tough one for me because I will say I can only sort of tell you how I feel now and you can sort of come to your own conclusions. I know that there's a lot of girls who feel fine and don't have any symptoms. And then I personally know of many girls who have had explants where you get your implants taken out because, you know, they don't make you feel good and your body has all these reactions to them and, and everything like that. So I know both sides of the scale and I can only kind of tell you my experience. My experience is I've had no obvious symptoms. So I haven't had anything obvious where I'm like, Oh, that must mean my breast implants are giving me sickness, sickness, giving me sickness. Do you know what I mean? But I will tell you that over the last few years, I have been extremely lethargic. I've been really, really tired. I've been, um, I've always had sort of issues with my skin, but I can't say that that's gotten worse. Um, it, I mean, it was worse. I had to get Rakutane a few years ago. So I did have really bad acne when I had my boobs tape put in. Um, but I went on Rakutane and they've kind of gone, it's kind of like my bad skin's kind of gone away since then. I think I took Rakutane in 2017 or 18. Um, so a year or two after I got my implants in and since then my skin's been fine. Um, who knows if that Rakutane is keeping away, like keeping the, um, you know, bad skin or hormone, you know, do you, do you know what I mean? Who knows if that's what's keeping my skin clear or if, or if it's the breast implant illness that, you know, does that make sense? I just don't know whether it's the Rakuten keeping my skin clear. And if I didn't take that, that maybe the implants would be giving me acne. I know that that's one of the um, signs. I will tell you that I am very prone to constipation. Um, that is uh, one of the, you know, supposed symptoms of breast implant illness as well. Um, I will tell you that I, I have really bad memory so one of the um, apparent symptoms of breast implant illness as well is memory loss, short-term memory loss, forgetting things. I can tell you that I'll walk into a room sometimes and forget why I walked there. Or I'll literally be talking, like speaking a sentence and I'll forget what I'm saying. Like 
in the middle of the sentence, if that makes sense. So, um, and I'm just really tired. Now it's hard for me to be like, oh, that's breast implant illness because I'm not eating correctly all of the time. I'm not, um, you know, I haven't gone to the doctors to check if I'm deficient in iron or if my thyroid is out or if anything like that. So if I had had those checks done and I was fine and the, you know, then I'd kind of be like, well, why am I sick? Why am I still lethargic? Why am I still forgetting things? And it's progressively sort of gotten worse. Um, you know, so also I am going to the doctor like in the next couple of weeks to get everything checked out. So maybe I'll have a different opinion in a few weeks. <laughs> if things come back and I am deficient in iron, I am deficient in something. Maybe I have a thyroid problem. Maybe I have this or that and I get some supplements and then I feel better. Obviously it was that. But if I, if everything comes back fine or semi fine and then I'm still always tired, no matter how much sleep I get, I'm tired. Um, and you know, lethargic, So I feel like then I'd be asking the question, well, what else is wrong with me? And I do know that there are a few people that I know personally who had, um, and I've seen online, um, a few people I know who have got their implants out or a big one was Carissa Pukas. She's a um, YouTuber. She's from Australia, but I think she's moved to Canada. I, I don't watch her religiously, but I did back in the day when she did makeup about, I don't know, years ago. And she had hers taken out because they made her really ill. So there's a few people who suffer these symptoms um, and then as soon as they have their implants taken out, they just feel so much better. So I wouldn't consider an explant um, of my breasts until I had some tests done, until I knew why I was feeling this way and feeling tired and, and everything. If all of that came back fine, then I'd be like, wow, what else? There's something wrong with me, I think. So what else is there that I can do, if that makes sense? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because I know, you know, it's all well and good to be like, oh yeah, fake boobs and all this stuff. But obviously you're putting like an foreign object in your body. (laughs) So there's always risks. There's always complications. There could always be complications. Um, there could always obviously be side effects. And I don't think that, um, everyone sort of knew that breast implant illness was a thing. Like I remember back in the day that doctors, I think were like encouraging people to smoke like our parents' generation and stuff. And then like later on, they're like, Oh wait, that's actually bad for you. (laughs) I think that that maybe would be the same thing to be said about breast implants. I think that maybe everyone got them done in a short amount of time and we didn't really maybe have enough time to see what the consequences of those things are. So keep it in mind. I think you should always have two sides to the story or like do the best research that you can when you're looking at doing a procedure or anything for that matter. Um, If that makes sense. Moving forward, like if you're going to ask me about like if I'd get any other work done, I wouldn't. I don't really see the point in getting like butt implants or a BBL. I just think you should train in the gym. Um, I wouldn't get, uh, you know, anything like that. The only thing I have done is had my boobs done and I've had the lip fillers once. Um, My lips look exactly like they did before I even had the filler. So I feel like I'm pretty natural. I haven't had Botox. I don't plan on getting Botox. I haven't had anti wrinkle or if that's the same thing. I don't know. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. I've only had my lips once and my boobs done. So yeah, I hope that answered some of your questions and I hope that 
you know, I don't know what I hope, to be honest. <laughs> I just hope that you didn't mind listening to me ramble for 35 minutes about my boobs. Um, but if you're thinking about getting your boobs done, I would suggest do as much research as you can. I would suggest not paying $25,000 like I did, to be completely honest. Um, and I would probably look at um, the size. Um, just make sure it is what you want and it is what suits your body. It's 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 what you ask for, um, It you know, and to be safe and and I think you know it's your health and things can always go wrong in a surgery so um if there's an option to pay a little bit more to get someone that you know would be really good for you then maybe do that but you know everyone's different and I think I'm going to leave that here (laughs) um there's nothing really else to say I think I talked about my chest enough for your whole afternoon but if you have any questions feel free to ask me. I hope that you have a great day. And, um, I think that's all I have to say that rhymed. Am I Dr. Seuss? Not sure. Anyway, over and out, have a good one. I believe in you do your own thing. Don't anyone, don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do anything. Don't get your boobs done because someone else told you to do it. You make sure that if you want to change anything on your body, that's because it's what you want. Okay. I don't know where that came from, but I forgot to say that. So I thought I would just chuck that in there at the end. You do things for you and you don't do things because other people have said anything. You make sure you do it for the right reasons and you're happy with what you're doing and you're not going to regret your choice later on because, you know, I mean, we don't know if we're going to regret things in the future. That's the future. But do you know what I mean? Just do things for you and, you know everyone should stay in their lane anyway this was long to outro ever i'm gonna leave you to it have a great night day wherever you are in the world thinking about you and stay safe friends and family see you later